Welcome to Blasty Airwaves with Blast Intermediate Unit 17. My name is Rebecca Gibbony, and I am the Coordinator of Professional Learning at Blast Intermediate Unit 17. Here at Blast, we strive to transform lives and communities through educational services. For this season of Blasty Airwaves, we have a special guest co-host who is working to create and sustain pathways to employment in our region by uniting her community around common goals in STEM learning. This season's guests come from nine counties total, representing different local industries all across Northeastern and Central Pennsylvania. I'd like to introduce you to Alexandra Consort-Grushinsky, STEM Services Coordinator for NEIU-19 and current lead of NEPA STEM Ecosystem. Alexandra, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be able to work with you for our celebration of STEM and industry this year. Our STEM ecosystem is holding a week-long series of free events and opportunities highlighting industry partners and the benefits they have in our five-county region. Our hope is that by listening to the wide variety of employment opportunities available in our region from folks in our community who live it every day, we can shed a light on what's possible for our young people. Alexandra, we are so excited to partner with you in this endeavor and celebrate industry and STEM. On this podcast, we will provide you with educational solutions and resources for all, no matter the learning environment. So teachers, administrators, students, caregivers, industry partners, everyone, what are you waiting for? What would happen if we started questioning? What if our students and educators got the opportunities to sit down with members of the community? What if we bridge that gap? What connections would we discover? I don't know about you, Alexandra, but it is time to blast the airwaves. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Brad Saldi, Industrial Engineer for General Dynamics Land Systems in Ainan. Did I say it right, Brad? That that is correct. Ainan, Pennsylvania. Perfect. In Lackawanna County and Alexandra Konsor-Grushinsky, STEM Services Coordinator of NEIU-19 and current lead of NEPA STEM Ecosystem. Brad, Alexandra, thanks so much for joining us today to discuss STEM skills used in your industry specifically, Brad. Specifically, we will be discussing how knowledge of different STEM skills are important in your current job position. So are you two ready to blast the airwaves? I'm ready. Thanks for having me. Yes. Ready as I'll ever be, Rebecca. So, Brad, why don't we start uh, with you telling us a little bit more about your role in industry? So, I graduated from Penn State Harrisburg uh, with a bachelor's of science in mechanical engineering. Um, I started working as soon as I got out of college. Uh, I was hired by General Dynamics, a defense company, um, as an industrial engineer. I've been working as an industrial engineer for about two and a half years now, and I can honestly say that I've enjoyed every every moment of my job. Um, I do a variety of tasks in my role, um, but some of the more standard or day-to-day ones include uh, developing work standards. Uh, so that's like how long it takes for us to make a part from, you know, we get it in the door till it leaves the door. Um, estimating new product labor costs, uh, performing time studies. So going out onto the manufacturing floor with a stopwatch and recording processes to see how long they take. Um, Then I also do some uh, project management work, so managing the scope, schedule, and budget of engineering prototype projects. 
that's a really busy day. Lots of hats you wear right there. So I'm sure not one day is very alike. Yeah, every day is different. I can I can say that for sure. Well, Brad, if every day is different, then you probably don't actually have a typical day, I would think. But can you can you give us a sense of maybe how a day in the life of of, of your job would look? So I do have some, you know, standard things that do need to get done um, every day. Um, but a majority of my day is typically spent at the computer doing several different tasks, um, such as producing efficiency reports. So kind of how well the plant ran on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, then I also produce what are called machine utilization reports. So how long our machines are running versus how long they're sitting idle. Um, then these reports are analyzed uh, to look for any trends or areas for improvement. Uh, some other you know, computer-related tasks uh, that I do uh, include like estimating new product costs, labor costs, um, and creating manufacturing bill materials, which are a list of parts uh, that are required to complete, you know, an upper level assembly part. Um, I do get to spend some days out on the manufacturing floor um, doing the time studies to develop work standards for some specific parts that we have here. Um, then throughout the day, I have many uh, interactions with coworkers to discuss issues um, that are occurring or may occur and figure out how we can resolve or prevent them. Um, then, like I mentioned before, uh, some of my days are, are consistent upon doing project management work uh, for engineering prototype projects. And like I mentioned, yeah, none of my days are the same. They're all, they're all different and every day I'm faced with new challenges, which is something that I really enjoy about this job. Brad, has that always been the case at your job? Has any of that um, type of ebb and flow of work and how it's constantly changing, has that always been the case or has that changed over the years? Um, I think, you know, over the past two and a half years uh, that I've been working as an industrial engineer, my responsibilities and, and knowledge base have kind of grown. Um, I've tried to embody some leadership type skills to assist, you know, some of the newer coworkers that are here at General Dynamics now. Yeah, I really enjoy too, like how you mentioned efficiency. A lot of times when we're talking with our teachers and students, we talk about a big part of STEM computer science is how do you do things efficiently? Um, and I love hearing about the problem solving every day that you face. Um, I, I too enjoy that aspect of STEM. Um, here's a problem. How do we fix it? Um, or how do we find other solutions? So you mentioned you mentioned a lot of things about like STEM skills that are present in your job, but can you um, tell us a little bit more about ev your everyday job? How do you see STEM skills in your industry? Uh, so as an IE, you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics are integrated into pretty much every aspect of my job. Um, I think the science portion of STEM in my role is kind of utilizing the you know, scientific method for problem solving. Um, as far, far as technology in my position, uh, I think the advancements are one of the things that are at the forefront of my position and the industry as a whole. Um, there continues to be, you know, ways to improve things and make things more efficient um, from computer software that allows us to analyze data more effectively 
to new machinery that can produce products in you know half the time of the older machinery. Uh, industry 4.0 is you know taking manufacturing to the next level. Uh, there's a lot of traditional manufacturing methods that are becoming a lot more automated um, through the use of like AI or artificial intelligence and robotics. Uh, the engineering aspect of STEM is you know kind of incorporated with you know critical thinking. Uh, methods to identify areas of any uh, improvements that could be made in our, you know, production floor and methods and machinery. Um, that we have a lot of continuous improvement efforts that take place through the usage of engineering um, techniques. Um, as far as you know, mathematics and that consumes a, a good portion of my day, um, and I a lot of it is become automated now through the usage of you know computers and calculators but i'm a strong believer that it's very important to understand you know the fundamentals of equations and how the problems are actually solved not just you know typing numbers into a calculator um so i use math equations you know to calculate numbers that are essential for developing the efficiency reports and utilization reports lots of math oh absolutely <laughs> So, Brad, clearly what you work on during the day is, is very strongly based in, in STEM and, and, and those types of skills. Um, our students that go through their pre-K to 12 experience learn a lot of things in school. They have subjects and they have electives. And, and the question that I'm curious to know the answer to is, are there skills that you use every day that you can make the correlation between what you do every day with those skills and, and what the students are learning in school? We're trying to answer the perennial question of when am I ever going to need this that students ask a lot, right? They're learning something in school and they go, when am I ever going to need this, right? Brad, can you help us kind of dispel that for folks? Oh, absolutely. And, and there's many skills that I, I learned and, you know, K through 12th grade and even college that are applicable to my job every single day. I um, mean, you know, the core classes like math, reading and writing, all taught skills that are imperative to my role in the industry. Um, I also engage in, you know, a lot of collaboration throughout the day, which makes communication skills very important. Um, organization is also a very important uh, skill for me. It helps me be very effective and I could you know, operate a lot more efficiently because I know where things are kept. I don't have to, you know, dig around for certain things. Um, then with the way, you know, technology continues to evolve, um, I think computer skills are, are very important. Uh, for my role specifically, you know, programs like Microsoft Excel and Word are, are very important. Um, the last, you know, set of skills that I can think of that are important and are taught, you know, K through 12th grade, college, are critical thinking skills, um, especially in an engineering role. I vaguely remember in one of my college math courses, I, there was a student sitting a couple seats over to me and he politely raised his hand and asked, uh, you know, what is the purpose of us having to solve these long, you know, equations by hand? And my professor's response was, it, it teaches you um, to be a good critical thinker or problem solver, uh, which is going to help you tremendously in life. And her response always kind of stuck with me and made me realize that it's important you know, to make observations, think outside the box, and analyze information uh, to make 
more informed decisions uh, in your life. Um, I think more often than not, there's always multiple ways to solve something and overcome problems or even, you know, improve upon the way certain things are being done now. And, and good critical thinking skills uh, help tremendously with that in my mind. Yeah, there's a lot of perseverance that goes behind what what you do. Um, and sometimes, you know, you don't get the answer right away. You have to still figure it out. Um, and it takes time and some patience. Brad, I'm interested to know, you do a lot of math, right? Have you always liked math? Or is it something that when you realized, mm, I really, you know, this seems like a career path for me, you know, and then you started to see how it relates to what it could be useful for you in the future. You started to really gravitate towards math then, or were you always along, like loved math? Um, I think it, throughout my, you know, K through 12th grade engineering has absolutely always been a, a stronger point for me than, than reading. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's kind of why I went to, uh, along the engineering path. Right. Yeah. It's always interesting to see how they, um, you know, sometimes we don't like a subject necessarily right away because we don't see the relevance, but when we start connecting mm -hmm. to our future hopes and, and dreams, and then we're starting to gravitate towards that, that concept. Um, mm -hmm. and especially with, with what you do with math, it can be a little bit more intense than just, you know, adding and subtracting. So yeah, I think some, especially during my college courses, some of the uh, upper level math courses were, were very difficult. Mm -hmm. And, you know, getting back to my statement, statement, they not only, you know, you're not only learning the, the basics and fundamentals and upper level th equations in math, but you're, you're getting taught other skills like the, you know, the critical thinking skills that are very important to life. Right. And to persevere when things are difficult, too. Like you mentioned that that's a difficult, that was difficult classes, but you persevered and you were able to achieve, you know, you know, in those classes. Um, so how did you know that you wanted to be an engineer? So we kind of touched on that a little bit, I think, um, in some of the conversations we've had a little bit earlier, but can you tell us when that epiphany maybe take place or how did you know that this was a direction you wanted to take with your life? Yeah, so there's a bit of a story behind me, you know, going to college for engineering. Um, while I was in high school, I uh, went to the Lackawanna Career Technology Center where I, I studied electrical construction um, and maintenance. And it was a three-year course. And by the end of, you know, the second year, I had discussions with my, my teacher um, because I was kind of excelling through the course and I had already achieved a majority of the tasks that needed to be done to, you know, graduate in three years. So I had, I had further discussion with him about, you know, going to college for engineering. And I kind of felt it'd be more beneficial for me to kind of go back to my homeschool and pick up on more classes, you know, like physics and chemistry. So I ended up, you know, not dropping out of, you know, the career technology center, but I received my certificate um, for completing the coursework in two years. And then I went back to my homeschool and I focused on more classes like physics and, and chemistry, like I mentioned. And then I went out to, to go to school for mechanical engineering. I really like how you share that story. Um, we always like a good story on here. 
But uh, it shows the importance of opening up for conversations. You know, if you wouldn't have talked with your teacher there and explored the whole point of this pre-K to 12 is just exposing students to a number of different ways that they can achieve their goals Um, and talking with your teachers, talking with your school counselors about what what are you looking to do Um, and having that moment where you realize, Brad, hey, I might need to, as much as I love probably the career technology, I might need to go back to my homeschool and focus on the physics. Um, So kudos to you for for reaching out and and talking that through. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, very important to, you know, communicate with, like you mentioned, uh, school guidance counselors and and teachers because, they're very helpful and they could set you on a good career path. I'm, I'm very thankful for all the teachers and professors and everybody that I had helped me along the way in, you know, K through 12. Well, it's yeah. clear that you love what you do, Brad, you know, that comes through for sure during this conversation with you. It's, it's very clear that you love what you do. So you're in, you're I in do. the right, you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. I, for sure. I think it's, I think it's important to, you know, be passionate about what you ever, what you do every day. Mm-hmm makes uh, makes work makes coming to work much more enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. And we usually ask, you know, what kind of pathway did you go on to get to where you are today? Um, but I think you mentioned that a lot, you know, you went to career in technology, you went to, you had your regular schooling at your home district, you went to um, Penn State Harrisburg. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of options out there. And I think it's also important for our listeners to know, even if you think you have it and you have to change your path, that's okay too. Um, So I am going to take us to our last question for today. And it is my most favorite um, because it's where you have to think quick on your feet, which Brad, you do that every day, but our blast five. And for those listeners who have been, been listening, um, we had the same question the past two or three episodes, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit, Brad. So we're going to blast you with five rapid questions for you to quickly answer. And this is a way our listeners get to know you outside of what you do every day and just as a, as a person, right? So, um, are you ready for me to blast you with these five questions? I'm ready. All right. What is your favorite candy? My favorite candy would have to be a Hershey's bar with almonds in it. Oh, that's a different one. Not not many people. I don't think many people think (laughs) of that one, but that's, that's at the top of my list. Very true. Very true. What is your favorite television show? My favorite television show is Impractical Jokers. That's hilarious. That is a hilarious show. I always die laughing in that one. Um, What's your favorite part of your job? I know you touched on this a little bit, but. Uh, So I think my favorite part of my job um, is that I'm always facing new challenges, you know, which allows me to think outside the box. And again, back to the critical thinking, that's it's what I enjoy to do. And I, I like the new challenges every day. Wonderful. Favorite food? Oh, I got some Italian blood in me, so I definitely have to go with a chicken parm with a side of pasta. Mm, chicken parm with a side of pasta. Absolutely. Wonderful. Now we need to uh, we need to know this though, because this is important. Whose sauce recipe needs to be on the pasta? Oh boy, is my mom gonna listen to this? <laughs> it's <laughs> you possible. Never know. It's possible, Brad. It's possible. <laughs> no, nah, my I, I have to say my mom's. My mom is a very good cook, and I enjoy her her sauce. 
Nice, nice. Very, very good answer. Good answer, Brad. Good answer. And the last question, what's your favorite music, music preference? Uh, so growing up, I've always been a fan of, you know, the rap and the hip hop music. But I think as I get older, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy some country and a little bit of classic rock. There we go. It's a little switch up on the genres, but I, I'm enjoying it. I think I'd have to agree with you, Brad, on that one. So <laughs> wonderful. Well, this has been a blast, no pun intended, um, Brad. And we celebrate you and what you do every day in STEM. Again, thank you for taking some time today to connect with us and our listeners. If our listeners want to check out what you do, um, where you work, is there anywhere that they could turn to research a little bit more about your job? Yeah, so we, we have a, a company website, General, General Dynamics. Uh, more specifically, I work for General Dynamics Land Systems. Um, so if you just go on to Google and, and search General Dynamics Land Systems, there'll be tons of things that pop up. Awesome. And then as far as the industrial engineering role, you, there's plenty of research available on the Internet to, to, you know, to look to see what IEs do on a daily basis. Great. Thank you. We'll definitely add that into our footnotes as well. So, well, it has been a pleasure to have you on the podcast and take care, Brad, Alexandra, and I'm sure, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get together soon and talk soon. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It was a great time. Thank you, Brad. We would like to thank you for blasting the airwaves with us today. If you like the show, please subscribe or leave a review. If you want to know more, check out www.iu17.org for further resources and show notes. If you'd like to learn more about NEPA STEM ecosystem and the work we're doing in STEM and job pathways, please visit us at www.nepastem.org. As always, we want to thank you for what you do every single day. We'd also like to especially thank our industry partners. Remember, keep shining. We'll be back next episode to provide you another educational solution and more resources for all as we continue to transform lives and communities through educational services.